What is up, savvy strangers? I was trying to think of a decent word that started with S, and all the ones I could think of were kind of insulting, so I didn't want to do that. Let's not insult our listeners on the last episode of of the the season. season Yeah. yeah. So what is up, savvy strangers? As always, welcome to the Strange Sessions. I am Kurt, or as my students call me when I turn my cap sideways, Swaggy K. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I am joined by my lovely co-host, who is Put up with me for the last five seasons, <laughs> the lovely Krista. Good morning and thank you. Cantankerous Krista. Cantankerous Krista. <laughs> cantankerous Krista. Nice. I don't think I've ever known you to be cantankerous. Define cantankerous. It's crabby. Oh. Yeah, I try not to be crabby. No, I've never, I don't think I've ever I really get seen hangry. you crabby. Canker sore Krista. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've never had a canker sore. Oh, hey, canker sores suck. If, before I forget. Hang on, is my thing going up? Hello? Yep. Okay. Yep. If you are just tuning in for the first time and you don't want to sit through the titillating 20 where we do a taste test, welcome new strangers to the Facebook page. Or if you don't want to sit and listen to Kurt talking so you can see if his lights go on on the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. (laughs) Uh, Check the show notes and Kurt will post the actual start time of the topic. So we won't be insulted if you skip through this. No, because we skipped through other people. Yeah, I wouldn't want to listen to it either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some people call this the favorite part of their show, actually. I'm amazed that people do listen to us babble about, babble about the, weather. the weather we haven't even talked about the weather yet thank god it hasn't snowed that we haven't had a snow like warning about me coming down here i'm glad not while you're yes i'm glad we haven't had bad weather when you're driving do- yeah. down here but i need snow so bad Ugh. i love snow and not it me. is brown and green here we have nothing muddy outside it snowed for a little while was it yesterday, yesterday morning? And yeah. it was really pretty was west gone. of here. And then <laughs> it, it all melted. By like 10 a.m. That's just the story of the weather, especially near the lake. Yeah. Um, lake Michigan. It but stays it's funny warm. because I heard back in summer, they said this was going to be an unusually mild winter, or at least the start of it. And they weren't wrong. I just need snow for Christmas. Uh, pee on snow. That's what I think. I don't like oh, snow. I don't like yellow snow. I don't like yellow snow either. <laughs> uh, Want to give some shout outs to our newest strangers. And we only have two. Jeffrey Grivna and Peter Bork or Bork B O U R K E would that be I'd say Bork Burke? Bork I don't Peter know. Bork so thank you guys <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining the strangers welcome to our strange family uh, we did not accept the people that just answer yes to all three questions yeah. because that makes absolutely no sense <laughs> it's whatsoever problematic. yeah that's problematic <laughs> so thank you guys Jeffrey and Peter thank you guys so much for joining the strangers. Do we have any housekeeping that Krista wants to talk about? Oh, yeah. So I am I believe I've identified where I'm going to move all of our episodes over the break. I, Podbean is probably what I'm going to do. Podbean. The only thing I'm struggling with is I don't know. I'm assuming I'm going to have to go to our the admin side of our website and extract all the MP3s. And then I'm going to have to upload them to the you, new website. I have all of our MP3s. Can you put them on the drive? No, but I can put them on a flash drive when I come to when I come to give you the PlayStation. Yeah, when I let you use my PlayStation. Uh, I think so. The thing I'm struggling with is we st- we may or may not have a Christmas episode that's still coming out, and I don't want to mess with our feed. Yeah. When we still have an episode, yes, to I release. totally didn't think about that. 
And I was trying. I wanted to get all this done before Christmas, but now I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm going to be working on this in January, I think. So, because yeah. um, we're not going to start re-recording until the end of, end of January. January. So if you, yeah, I get. <laughs> we could have this conversation <laughs> offline. I think we could. <laughs> well, I, I guess I. The last episode, I said I'm going to try to transfer everything to Podbean. At, right after this episode comes out, but I don't think that's going to be the case because okay. I don't want to interrupt our our feed okay. or the listener. But experience. no, I have every episode we've done as a, because it's always my dream that somebody's going to be like Kurt and Krista. I love your podcast, but I can't listen to it for some reason. But I can listen to it on a flash drive in my oh. car. So could you put all the MP3s of every episode? And I'd be like, yes, and I will send it to you. <laughs> but okay. nobody's done that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you could put them on a flash drive, then I think maybe that'll make my life easier. I cool. hope that this website has like a a click drag and drop format that would be amazing so but we'll find out because i'm not really good with that stuff i think that's really my only housekeeping yeah i mean I'll, I'll definitely be less present on social media during our break yeah krista's generally gone off social media <laughs> yeah. during christmas looking forward to that um I need a break i don't think i have any housekeeping really i mean we'll talk about it being the season finale i think more towards the end okay uh, but yeah five seasons crazy it is crazy um yeah so we'll just jump right into taste tests okay like i just told krista when i came in the house i think it's cool that both we have three items today to taste test and two of them are from one of my students emily who i just absolutely adore and it was her birthday yesterday oh happy birthday emily. so happy birthday emily and she got us a, a couple things and my cousin's daughter cora has gotten us stuff in the past. She yes, got us I some more things. Yes, I the name. So okay. thank you, Cora, for yes, the stuff you, you got us. And it's just cool that kids got us yeah. our, our stuff today. I'm one of these I am super stoked about. And you're not sure if I'm going to be stoked I'm not sure about if it. you're going to be stoked about it because I don't know if you have an issue with this like some people do. Okay, we'll um, find out. I'm, you know I'm game to try anything. The first though. one we're going to try uh, from Emily. Emily got this from, I believe, an Asian market in town. Okay. And it is... I've seen this... But it is Yan Yan chocolate cream and spread like shortbread sticks. I wonder if this is like Nutella. No, it just says chocolate fudge. Let me look at the ingredients, but uh, because Nutella, I can't eat. Nutella has hazelnuts in it. It has rapeseed oil, which is a disturbing name. (laughs) No, I think I think we should be good. I think we should be good. Take a picture of this. This is going to be delicious. I have no doubts. I, I have a feeling it's all. I think yes. it's going to taste like pockies, and I love pockies. Pockies are like sticks that are like dipped in some kind of frosting, and they have like a billion different flavors. There's like a green tea one that's really good. You've never had a pocky? I don't think so. Dang. It doesn't sound familiar. Okay. I'm going to pop this baby open. Oh, interesting. Oh, it smells like, I hope it's not like Nutella, because it actually smells just like Nutella. I'm not worried about it. Just taking pictures. Okay, I'm going to take a stick, and I'm going to dip that stick. Oh, oh, I broke this. <laughs> scared me a little. Okay. You'd think it would say hazelnut chocolate cream. Yeah. Oh, it smells so good. I have no doubt this is going to be delicious. This, my stick says horse. Mine says... Rhinoceros nose horn. Wow. Oh, I think Fun animal more. name games on each stick. It's cool that they print stuff on these sticks. Of course. My my neighbor or something. It's I have fudge covering half of it. So I don't know what it says. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mmm. 
It's like so creamy. That's really mm. good. That's actually better oh than God. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh my God. I like that the like cookie part I like the doesn't co- have a lot of flavor. No, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I love the cookie part. I think I would like that even without the cream. Mm. Mm. That's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's amazing. Easily. Oh I my God, that's one. so good. I, it's so good I need another one. Yeah. Mm. That is delicious. Mm. Wow. These, the cookie part almost reminds me of a Ritz cracker. It's kind of buttery. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> okay. This makes up for all the crappy Mexican <laughs> <laughs> no, every, we've been everything, tasting. <laughs> yeah, because I, I told you uh, mm. at the funeral that that one that I was sucking on last time where you had to push it oh, up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It got that, spicy. Yeah, that I was I was eating it the next day driving around. I'm like, why is my tongue hurting? And I finally looked, and there's <laughs> red flakes in there. And I looked, and it's cayenne pepper. It's like Hilarious. everything in that thing Came is spicy. Came back to bite you. Uh-huh. Mm, that is delicious. 10 out of 10. That is a 10 out of 10. Yum. This next one is from Cora. Okay. And I don't know what this is. Interesting. I don't know where she got I think she got this in Florida. Cotches. Salzish. Herring. I think it's like like gummy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like gummy herring, like oh my gummy God, fish. This could be really scary. I think it's gonna be. I don't think it's licorice flavored. It's black, so it does make you think. Well, it's vegan. Why did I turn my flashlight? Yeah, on? it's Kachi's brand Salzage herring. Yeah. I'm it's usually cute. a little nervous about stuff I can't pronounce. <laughs> They're cute though. Okay, should I rip yeah, this Cor- uh, both Cora and Emily got us other things too, okay. so we're gonna save those for the beginning of next year. I checked the expiration date on everything. Well, Krista just gave me like a smirk, so I don't know what that smirk we'll means. Ooh, that is black, black licorice. licorice. Take a picture of this little guy. It is a black licorice. It looks like a. It's almost like a Swedish a fish. fish. Yeah, it does look like a Swedish fish. That's black and covered in sugar. Okay, you are ready? ready? Okay. It's not bad. The black licorice thing has weirdly grown on me. I can't explain it. This is... It's not bad. No. This is almost a good mm-hmm. black licorice. It's not super strong. Mm-mm. And I like that it's sugared on the outside. Mm-hmm. I'm even going to eat another one. Mm. Okay. Mm. There's a good like aftertaste. Yeah, I'm going to give this a nine, actually. I'm which actually going to give it a nine, too. Which surprises me because I don't like black licorice things. Hmm. But this... It's grown on me, I got to say. Mm. I think that's good. It's... The sugary coating on the outside helps, too. But this is like a different... There's like... I almost want to say there's like two different flavors of black licorice that I can think of. Like one is nasty and one is this. And this is good. I think one is probably artificial. Yeah. And maybe this is made okay, with like Okay, I really actually like those. Licorice. I'm good. Maybe black licorice is growing on me too. Yeah, I don't know. Our palates are maturing or something. Because I'm sure not. This cannot stay down here open like that. Oh my God, I really like that. You can take that home. No, mm. you can have the cream one. Okay. I'll take the... The black Unless licorice. you want the black licorice. No. I'll take that. That's really I just don't good. want anything left open down here. <laughs> oh, thank you I'm so much, Cora. Um, try after the ant we still have some stuff from Cora and Emily at home. I checked the expiration dates. They're going to be good. good. Yeah, okay. to wait until the beginning, maybe and our first episode of the new season. Is yeah. good until the next season too. So, Cora, so thank you so much for sending us yes, this thank stuff. You. We're going to eat your other stuff at the beginning of next season. Yum yum. And this one is also from Emily, my student Emily, who I adore. 
and I'm excited about this. I don't know how to feel yet. I have yet. been excited about this since she gave it to me. Are you ready? I'm ready. Maybe. Brown sugar bubble tea. Oh. Like so- I love tea. But some people have a really hard time brown with sugar. bubble tea. I don't know what bubble tea is. It is a carbonated no, tea. No, but it has like like tapioca pearls in it and What? Oh. Like 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 what's I've had chia tea before. Have you ever had chia seed tea where it's all jelly and you almost This is have to this is like it? bigger like but like think of big tapioca bubbles. Okay. But some people like I have friends that would rather drink someone else's bath water than drink <laughs> yeah. anything that has because they have like texture issues. No, if I like I think if I like chia beverages, I will like this. Do you but, have to shake it or anything? Yeah. You but do? I just think oh, this sounds surf, this chill, sounds like something I would love. Brown sugar. Did you take a picture of it? That's me shaking. Brown sugar, shaking like a Polaroid picture. Brown sugar bubble tea. Fun side note: I had a coworker who thought the lyrics to that <laughs> line. Said, I think you told us this. Were shake it like a corduroy pizza, <laughs> and I was like, "What planet are you from that you would think that would be the lyrics?" Okay, I'm gonna open it. <laughs> You're making a face. It said shake well. Okay. Okay. I am so excited about scary. this because I love brown sugar things. I do too. Kind of ploppy. <laughs> it's kind of ploppy. I mean, I don't see any chunks though. Am I supposed to see chunks? I think so. They're not like all at the bottom. I shook it well. Yeah. Are you ready? How does it smell? It smells really good. Oh, it smells really good. Okay, ready? Yep. Let's do this. Where are the chunks? At the bottom. Oh, okay. Mm. That is Flavor really good. Is so good. Oh my god. That is mm. good. Oh, wow. I didn't get any chunks, but the flavor is amazing. I could drink that all day. Let's see, pour some more. See if you get chunks. Maybe there's no chunks in here. It's ha- the picture shows It says with tapioca things, pearls. Hmm. Maybe they're settling to the bottom of my cup, oh. and I'll get to them eventually. I mm, love that's delicious. this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know how I would describe it. It's it like has a, like a caramely flavor, like brown sugar does. Yeah, mm. it's almost. It's like a tea that has cream in it. Yeah, like it's like a tea way. with a cream in it, but it it tastes mm. to me like brown sugar, oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's delicious. We're just sharing germs here, like nobody's business. You probably got some bubbles in there. We'll find out. Mm-mm. They're probably all sitting down here. Chug it. <laughs> See if they're down there. Mm. Bubbles. I can see them now. Yep. Okay. Ready? And I love that. I love. Hmm. hmm. Like so they're I, almost like jelly. Yeah, they are. And I love bubble tea. Like uh, the they chi- don't really have a flavor. They're no, just a texture. The Chinese restaurant I go to in town has really good bubble tea. Hmm. Hmm. You like? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> You're making a face now, like. No, they don't have a flavor, Mm-mm. and the texture doesn't bother me. Like it's a big tapioca bubble. That's all it is. Mm. But good. I have friends that would gag and throw up on this because no, they can't. Me. They can't drink something like I love. My favorite orange orange juice is like extra pulp. Like oh. <laughs> I love pulpy orange juice mm-hmm. with like chunks. Yeah, that's where in all it. the fiber is, man. Yeah, like I love chunky mm. stuff. We had three winners today. Yeah, this is. I'm, I'm giving, giving this a, a 10, ten out of too. ten. Yeah, that's delicious. 
This I didn't is... even know that was a thing. I didn't know it existed. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I love it. brown sugar. Is like one of those things that I don't like brown sugar on its own, but I like brown sugar. Well, why would flavored... you eat brown sugar by itself, though? I don't know, but I like brown sugar flavored things. Brown sugar is what makes chocolate chip cookies so delicious. Mm. Yeah, definitely 10 out of 10. Yeah. I would give it an 11 out of 10. I love this. It's delicious. Mm. Yum. Mm. Very good. Kurt just <laughs> applauded that taste test, and now he's choking. I'm choking on a bubble. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a nice way to end our it season. Was. Is with three, three really three good delicious taste, taste tests. tests. So thank you, Emily, and thank you, Cora. Yes, thank you, guys. Or ladies, I should say. Should we jump into the episode? Let's do it. Being the season finale, we decided just to go with another listener stories episode because we had a couple backed up that yeah. we needed to do. So we we're apologizing have... in advance because Pink sent us an audio yes. one in our Dropbox and we just didn't get to it. So that that will sorry, Pink, that will be included next in next season. season for sure. But I know he sent us more than one and I think mm. we only played one on our last I think we only played one episode. as well. Yum. Okay. So we're going to read the listener stories and then we'll probably just... We have some questions. We have some answer. questions. We have some song picks. And mm-hmm. I think those might actually be a little lengthy. So we're going to... It's going to be like an episode. Our last episode. episode's always kind of casual, so... Yeah, super casual. Super cash. So our first <laughs> listener story comes from Andrew. It says, hey guys, love the show. Feel free to read this if you please. We're going to read it. We please. We please. <laughs> I worked in a store near Detroit that was haunted. I was told this by several other employees at the time that I started. However, I was skeptical about it until I had several experiences that I still cannot explain. We didn't video record any of the <laughs> Krista made sure charged she charged the camera. Oh my god! We just dove right in. And <laughs> I didn't couldn't even figure out what you were pointing at. I was it. like, "Did you see a shadow person over there?" I couldn't figure out what you were pointing at over in the corner. <laughs> I'd be more excited about the shadow person. <laughs> you were oh so. Oh my god! Because like, before we started recording, you're like, "We're gonna get this we're today, unless this I right. leave the lens cap on." And we totally... didn't even cross our minds to video. Ca- okay, wow. Sorry. Sorry, coffee supporters. Yeah. We'll get better. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dang it! I can't believe I even <laughs> forgot about that. I know. We both own this one. <sighs> <sighs> So back okay. to Andrew's story. Sorry, Andrew. However, I was skeptical about this until I had several experiences that I still cannot explain. What kind of store was it? Did he say? Uh, I can't remember if he says in here. This store has a large second floor stock room with four aisles where all of this occurred. The first experience that I had consisted of me working on the second floor and looking down one of the aisles of stock shelves and seeing a black figure walk through the shelf. Yikes. That's creepy. I remember reading this in our email. The first thing I thought was that it was another employee, which was a rational thought. So I walked down to see if they needed help. And when I got there, nobody was around and I got a chill throughout my whole body. It was a 90 degree summer day and there was no air conditioning. And the only way for the thing to have gotten out would have been to walk past me. I thought this was weird, but didn't think too much of it until a few weeks later when I was putting away new products that we had received that day again by myself upstairs. I was listening to music through a speaker in the second aisle when I hear footsteps in aisle one behind me, so I go to see who was there because I was supposed to be the only person up there. Finding nobody and thinking nothing of it, I go back to putting away the stock, and this time I hear what sounds like somebody sprinting down the same aisle behind me. (laughs) And this time I hear what sounds like somebody sprinting down the aisle behind me, and again look to find nothing there. 
Now, by this time, I'm starting to get a little freaked out, but I need to get the work done, so I go back to it with my music off, thinking that maybe it's a sound coming from the speaker, but I was very wrong, because this time, not only did I hear the footsteps running down the same aisle as me, but I feel something grab me by the shoulder and pull me back a little bit. Uh Uh-uh. After that, I noped the hell out of there and ran downstairs. I would continue to have similar experiences, like seeing the black figures and hearing footsteps for the remainder of my time at that job, but I never again stayed there by myself after I heard the footsteps. Thanks for reading this, and sorry about the length. Regards, Andrew. Wow. I mean, the footsteps aside, something the sprinting grabbing you? footsteps. Yeah, like f- something's rushing you? Yeah. That's that's really yeah. freaky. And then being like that's something so pulls, yeah, like something pulls your shoulder. Uh-uh. No. What kind of store was this, Andrew? Was this like a department store? Was it like a grocery store? store? But it had it had two floors. Yeah, that's interesting. So I don't know. That's just weird and creepy. How did he sign it? What do you mean? At the end. He said, thanks for reading this and sorry for the length. Regards, Andrew. Regards. Yeah. I'm trying to get a clue. Is he like from the US or from Europe or? I don't know. Regards Mm. almost sounds like UK. Yeah, a little bit. But it's... uh, creepy i don't know yeah I, that's creepy i had like i've talked about on here in listener stories when luke sent that one in that we've had weird stuff happen in the grocery store mm-hmm. and there's well like when there's been times that i'm the only one in there and i got to go from one side of the store to the other and the lights are already off and it's super creepy, creepy. That would and creepy. every sound is amplified sure you're you know hyper aware of everything but i don't i think i don't think it was his speaker i mean he shut no. the music off and then it sounds like Whatever it was, was just trying more and more to get his attention. But the sprinting almost freaks me out that more really than the being touched too. on the shoulder. Like the sound of something running up behind you. Yeah. Is like, yeah. A, that's a big nope for me. Like, why is it rushing at you? I don't know. That's so creepy. I don't know. So thank you so much for that, Andrew. Props to him for having like the guts to, <laughs> to stay there. <laughs> yeah. Krista, I don't Hep- know. Nope. Nope. I'd be looking for another job. Looking <laughs> online <laughs> for another job. <laughs> I don't think I've ever worked anywhere that had any kind of activity. I mean, not that I can remember. A place you worked at, you didn't have any? No, not that I can remember. I think that would be really hard because you have to be there. You know? You can't just say, (laughs) I'm not going to go there. If you have bills to pay, you're going to have to follow through. Actually, some people (laughs) have claimed that where I work now, the building is haunted, but I, you know, I'm there in the day when there's people everywhere, so it's not like I've ever had an experience. So this story is from listener Tiana, who I talked to quite a bit, and she is (laughs) awesome. We were just mentioning her. Yeah. So she writes, hi guys, as I listened to your episode on synchronicities, I realized that I have a really interesting one to share. So to start with, I didn't grow up religious. Religion was actually something I found through friends growing up who would invite me to youth groups and church retreats. Because of that, I've never had the religious education piece of it, like understanding the Bible or any of the stories within it. There must have been a part of me that felt like an outsider because at some point I thought, I need a Bible verse to memorize, one that I'll use when someone asks me what my favorite Bible verse is. I think I was about 14 years old at this point and was sitting at my desk looking at this little pocket calendar I had. It was Precious Moments cover with the Bible verse, He who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. I looked at it and thought, that's it. That's my Bible verse. After that, I would flip to that verse every time I found a new Bible and quickly discovered that the verbiage was never exactly the same. I think I almost became obsessed and would look in every single Bible only to discover that none of them matched what I saw on that Precious Moments calendar. 
Fast forward a couple of years. One day I was looking in our pantry, I still lived at home at the time, and realized that it was a complete mess. Being the OCD person that I am, I began pulling everything out to reorganize it. At the very back of one of the shelves, I pulled out a Precious Moments Bible that was still wrapped in cellophane. My family is not religious, so it struck me as odd. So when I went to find my mom, I asked her why we had it in our pantry, and she said a couple years ago she bought it to put in an Easter basket for me. Yes, my mom was one of those moms, but must have completely forgotten about it. I asked her if I could open it, and she said yes. As had been my mission, I opened it with the intention to flip to my Bible verse. However, when I took the cellophane off, I noticed that there was a little corner of one of the pages sticking out of the bottom of the Bible. I opened to that page, and wouldn't you know it, the one and only ripped page in the entire Bible was ripped on the page of my Bible verse, Psalm 103. The verse on the calendar was the second half of verse 4, which read exactly as it did in the Bible that says, Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? It's obviously not hard to recognize that they match because they were both Precious Moments products, but I have never encountered a Bible with damage straight out of the cellophane. Get out of freaking town. And at that point, (laughs) it wasn't about the fact that they matched anyways. It was the fact that I was being given a sign. While I am no longer religious in the way I was, I have kept this Bible as a reminder of how powerful serendipity can be. I've attached a couple pictures of the Bible as I've kept the page in its original state just to show how crazy it really was. So that's my completely bonkers story and synchronicities. Thank you for reading. I love that. That's so cool. Like, yeah. I love Bible, like, synchronicities. I just think that's cool. Like, I think that's like a sign of some kind of higher power. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I just, I don't know. I love this story. I remember when she sent this the first time, I thought that was so cool. It's so specific. Yeah. Yeah. And to find like the Precious Moments Bible. Right. With the, and then have the Precious Moments calendar. Yeah. So I don't know. With the tear I, on that page. Yeah, on that exact page. So that's Not like, even opened that's yet? That's like somebody. That's crazy. Like telling you. The universe yeah. sent her a message that yeah. day. I think that's so cool. That's very cool. So thank you so much, Tiana. I love that story. Mm-hmm. This next one is from listener Jennifer. She writes, Kurt and Krista, this is a story to keep for when you do your next listener stories. That's right now today. (laughs) Oh, is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Okay. I'm ready. I am the oldest of three children. Do you want to read this? This one's like long. Do you not not want to read it on my... I don't care. I can read it. Okay. We're going to give this one to Krista. I I have my glasses. I'm ready. So people don't get tired of listening to my voice. (laughs) So yes, this is from listener Jennifer. Okay. It starts right with, I am the oldest of three children. Holy moly. It is a long one. Okay. (laughs) I am the oldest of three children. I was just shy of four years old when my father died of complications from surgery to remove a brain tumor. Wow. He was 30 years old and left my mother, who was also 30, with three very young kids to raise on her own. Obviously, due to my age at the time, I have very few memories of my father, and the ones I do are mostly of him being sick. We were a very Catholic family, and that did color my mother's opinion on the topic or of life after death. From a young age, I was always interested in the unknown and paranormal and cryptids. My mother would usually roll her eyes at me and remind me that it is fun to think about, but it was not real. I learned to keep it pretty quiet when I was around her. Fast forward to my encounter. We lived in a 1950s ranch-style home. Each bedroom had a full-size closet along one wall of the room with double sliding closet doors. My sister and I shared a room growing up. Her bed was along the wall closest to the door, and my bed was along the outside wall next to the window. The closet was along the wall at our feet. 
In order to leave my room, I would need to walk diagonally across the room to the door. This encounter would have taken place when I was a junior in high school. I started to sense an uneasy feeling coming from my closet right at my feet in the back corner towards the outside wall. Really told myself I was reading too many ghost stories and freaking myself out. Over the next few weeks, the feeling got stronger, and once I was in bed for the night, I really didn't want to get up again and walk across the room. It became so strong and dark a feeling, and I began to be able to see in my mind, and she has quotations around the word see, the image of what I thought was lurking in the closet. It seemed to be a young man in a green army-type jacket with dirty, straggly dark hair and a dark look to his face, though it was not a clear image. The stronger the feeling of unease got, the stronger the image in my mind became. One night, the image was so vivid that I could see more detail and saw a hunting knife in his hands. Yikes. Oh, boy. This, of course, scared me to death. Rightly I couldn't, so. Yeah. I couldn't understand why he would be in my closet as he had never been there before. To this day, I still have no idea what caused him to appear, but I do know why he left. About this time when my fear was so great that I couldn't leave my bed after the lights went out, I started to feel a second presence in the room. This was a lighter, gentler feeling. This was a lighter, gentler feeling, and it would hover above the closet doors in the corner of the room so that it was between me and the closet doors. So it's kind of like blocking. Yeah, like blocking the thing from getting to from her, the closet. it sounds like. The feeling of it got stronger as the feeling of the darker presence in the closet got stronger. That's weird that there's like... It is. This particular night, I had to use the bathroom. I never liked to get out of bed once I was in, but there was no help for it this night. I feel you, sister. We always slept with the doors <laughs> shut as the dark hallway outside was too foreboding. So I got out of bed and ran to the door and swung it open. The bathroom was just across the hall. Once it was time to go back to my room, I got very nervous. I walked slowly into the room and shut the door behind me. As soon as I did this, I was pinned to the door. There was a heavy pressure on my chest and I could not move. Now this has been a while. Oh, sorry. Now, if this had been a while I was in bed, I know, sleep paralysis. That's, of course, mm -hmm. what I would have said. Mm -hmm. But I was not in my bed. There was an actual physical pressure pushing my back against the door. I could feel it on my chest. Up to this point, I had... Up to this point, I had not got a clear sense of the lighter presence until this very moment. In that moment, when I was against the door, I knew who it was. I spoke in a soft voice and simply said, Daddy, please help. As soon as those words were uttered, the pressure left my chest and I ran to the bed and under the covers. From that night on for about the next week or so, the presence in the closet got weaker until one night I didn't feel it anymore. My father's energy was still there and stayed there for a little longer until it just faded away too. I know in my heart that my father is my guardian angel and he was there to protect me from whatever had wandered into my room. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> Shortly after this, he came to me again when I needed protection. I was out late one evening babysitting and was driving back after midnight. I took a different route home. Why, I can't remember, but I got very uncomfortable on this back road that I didn't know very well and decided to ask my dad for help again and to look over me. I instantly felt a chill go through my body, and I knew there was someone behind me in the back seat. I was scared at first, but then a calmness came over me. Once I got to a more familiar stretch of road, the presence vanished from the car. He knew I was fine again. I tried to tell my mother about it, and this is when I learned why she felt the way she did about ghosts. Not only was she Catholic and didn't believe in things like that, but she said that if it was real, 
he would have come to her after he died and he never did. I never brought up things like this again to her until recently because she did have her own experience and she is more open to it now. I don't know why he never came to her other than maybe she just didn't realize in her grief that he had come. I have never ever thought of myself as a sensitive before and still not sure that I am, but I have recently joined an investigation team. Ooh, exciting. That is exciting. And because of that, people in my life are asking me why. So I've recently been repeating this encounter as it is what has kept me interested in the paranormal. During one retelling to my uncle, he was asking me about how I could see the entity in the closet. I had never thought about it before. It just was. Looking back, it explains other times when I have felt disturbed at times on a few investigations. I certainly don't know, but I'm looking forward to being extra observant and focused in my future investigations. Keep up the great work you're both doing. I hate that I am all caught up in episodes and now have to wait for the next download. Sorry. I hope you know just how special it is to have this community where we can hang out with our friends. Stay strange, Jennifer. Oh, thank you so much, Jennifer. That's a really That's good a great story. story. Um, I remember, I remember reading this, and then it's just like, what if we don't? We're going through our day to day boring lives, and what if there are things that are trying to do bad things to us, and then the people that have moved on are protecting us from that. that this we whole, just have no idea. No, that this whole like little weird battle might be going on that we, we don't even, aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's it's like... Maybe that's what synchronicities are too. Yeah, that's what synchronicities could be, them trying to get you a message. Yeah. Uh, I totally believe in that. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, but it always makes me wonder, like why hasn't my dad appeared to me more or my grandma? Mm-hmm. Why have I got nothing? Or my mom? I've from, never I've been... Got nothing from... I shouldn't say that. I, I did have a dream about my dad's brother after after he passed away mm-hmm. a long time ago. And it was very strange because he did say something like... um, He passed away from congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. And like shortly after that, we were up in... Because we used to sing in the church choir. And... He was sitting next to me and I looked over and I'm like, Uncle Dick, what are you doing here? You passed away. And he looked at me and he smiled and he said, but I'm right here. And that was like a dream that I had. That's the only time I've ever had an encounter with someone who's passed in a dream or in any way. But that was like a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, there was one day that I swear I walked out shortly after my dad passed away where I walked out to get into the car and I saw him behind the wheel because that used to be his car. But it was just there for a moment, and then it was gone. That's interesting. But it's like, you know, my dad Almost knew, like residual. Yeah, like my dad knew I was into the ghost stuff. So mm-hmm. I, you would think that he would try to give me signs, but maybe that's what the synchronicities I constantly see are, mm-hmm. are signs from my mom or dad or grandma right. or friends that have passed away or whatever. But I just really liked her story because it made me think that maybe there is this constant battle battle going yeah. on around us that we don't know Light about. Light over dark. Yeah, like yeah. where demonic things are trying to influence you while the people you love that have passed on are trying to fight that so i don't know i just really really like that story it's an interesting idea so thank you so much jennifer yeah thank you uh this story is small but i I like this one hey there i'm ryan from the uk hi ryan from the uk (laughs) shout out to our uk listeners thought i'd share a strange phenomenon that happened to my mom and nana back in the early 90s one day in 1993 my mom and nana were out shopping in warrington As they were walking, they stopped to look at some earrings in a shop window. Suddenly, they hear a huge explosion right around the corner. Turns out a bomb had been planted in a litter bin by the IRA. 
This bomb injured many people and killed two young boys. Wow. If they hadn't stopped to look at some earrings, they would have been directly in path of the bomb. In hindsight, they say they don't know what possessed them to even stop to look at the earrings as they were totally not the style that they liked. Months later, my aunt visited my Nana from Nottingham wearing those same exact earrings. That's just so That's cool. That's so crazy. P.S. I discovered your podcast through researching Captain Kutchie's Key Lime Pie <laughs> Mystery, which is one of my favorite mysteries because of how bizarre it is. I wonder if we will ever get a further explanation. Wow. But no, I love that. I like stories like that where... Just out of chance. Out of chance. Somebody is prevented from... Yeah. From and is that chance? Even I don't die. think well, that is chance. Yeah. But it's, it's like, why... Did they stop to even look at it when they're? It's, that's not the kind of earrings they're interested right. in. If they were just doing something they did every day, yeah, that would be one thing. Yeah. But to do something completely out of the ordinary and avoid being possibly killed, yeah, is incredible to me. Wow, it, you know. But then it 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 plays into why was it the time for those two young boys to be yeah. killed and not his mom and and grandmother? Yeah, it's those just are the answers will never. Yeah, have, those are answers right? we'll never know. Mm. But I totally think that that was not their time. And that's why yeah. they stopped to look at those earrings. Mm-hmm. I just think that's such a cool little story. Yeah, like, I, I love that. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, thank you so much. Um, this is from listener Mike. Hi, Kurt and Krista. My name is Mike and I am from Maryland. I love the podcast. I Mike found from it, Maryland. Mike from Maryland. I love the podcast. I found it searching for missing 411 podcasts and your podcast is by far my favorite. Aww. I look forward to every episode. Thank you. This is my story. I had sent it in for the last submission, but even if it doesn't get read on the podcast, I'd still like for you to read it. We're reading it on the podcast for you, Mike. I'm also attaching some pictures from the trans... I I always see this word, and I feel like I can't pronounce it. Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? Yeah, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in Western, Western, West Virginia. One picture has something in it that I haven't been able to explain. I was going to save the pictures, and I didn't, but I'll post them in the group. Is it in the email? Yes. Because I kind of want to... I can look. Is it Mike D.? I don't want to say his he last name. He was a beastie boy. I know. Was. Oh, he's he still is. Yes. Okay. Even though they're I'll not... I'll chuck the email. Chuck? I'll chuck, I'll chuck the email. <laughs> Good Lord. Would help if I look at the strain sessions. Oh, I see. I'm getting to the attachment. Ooh. Like, that's the picture that okay. he thinks there's something weird there. And then here's, like... Oh. Kind of, uh, not, I don't want to say edited, but like enhanced. Li- enhanced, which is a weird picture because I don't know. I mean, I see like a shadow, a shadow of somebody like standing sideways, like a profile. Kind of, yeah. Anyway, he says, I'm also attaching some pictures from the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum from Weston, West, Weston, West Virginia is so hard to say. <laughs> so In Weston, West Virginia. One picture has something in it that I haven't been able to explain. My aunt's house was supposedly haunted by both a little girl and a, quote, lady. During the day, nothing would happen, but if you sat quietly, you would occasionally hear whispers. I'm already noping out on that. Mm -hmm. Now, once it got dark is when stuff would happen. My aunt's boyfriend would see the lady looking around the doorway at him, or Uh -uh. he would see... (laughs) When stuff's, like, peeking around corners... Yeah, like the thing was in my bedroom, like the green guy I saw in my bedroom when I was a kid, looking, peering around the corner. (sighs) And that's what they see the hat man do. They say the hat man is seen peeking around the corner at you. Yeah, I don't like it. Chris is immediately noped out at that. 
Um, my aunt's boyfriend would see the lady looking around the doorway at him, or he would see a woman walk by thinking it was my aunt. He would call out to her and she would be on the other side of the house. My aunt said once that she felt someone crawl up into bed with her. Thinking it was her daughter, she rolled over to put her arm around her and no one was there. Oh boy. I know this is going to sound cliche, but she has a son and when he was an infant, they had a baby monitor in his room and she would hear humming coming from it. And when she would go into the room, there would be no one in there. The kids would also talk about the lady. They would have conversations with someone that wasn't there. And when asked who they were talking to, they would say, the lady. Hmm. Then when my aunt moved, another family moved in. When this happened, the other family had a daughter that was younger than my aunt's daughter. Winter came along and the thermostat was in the attic. The father went up to put the heat on and something said to him, get the F out. Oh boy. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, it doesn't sound threatening. Uh, Except for get the F out. (laughs) Uh, The little girl went to school asking for my aunt's daughter by name for her to come to a birthday party. My aunt's daughter never met this family or the girl that moved in, but she somehow knew her name and said, the people in the house want you to come back. Oh, no. (laughs) I I stayed at this house. I'm busy that day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a prior engagement. I I stayed at this house for a couple weeks. Nothing bizarre happened to me other than hearing the faint whispers during the day in the kitchen. But you could always feel like someone was watching you. I don't know how anyone can live like that. I'm just, you know, I couldn't. Whispers, I did in my apartment. I did in my apartment with the weird stuff. People peering around corners. Yep. Mm-hmm. I stayed at this house for a couple weeks. Nothing bizarre happened to me other than hearing the faint whispers during the day in the kitchen, <sighs> but you could feel as if someone was watching you. And this was well before I was told the stories about the little girl and the lady while staying at the house. I feel like the whispers are the creepiest part to me. Yeah. I'm glad my aunt moved from this house. The picture before editing, you can slightly see a shadow at the bottom of the staircase. Okay, now he's talking about Trans-Allegheny? Yes. Okay. I do not believe this is my shadow as there's no light source coming from behind me and the shadow is not complete. The second one is the photo after increasing the exposure and contrast. To me, it almost looks like a shadow figure or something trying to manifest. I'd love to hear your guys' opinion. And I'll post them in the group, but I yeah. think it looks weird to me. It looks. It does. And if. The... I mean, I could, I could understand it being just matrixing. But what's causing, you know, if there is no light behind him, what's causing a shadow? Yeah, if it's an I don't know. Shadow, I don't know. But in the second picture, I can. See, it looks like the profile, like a shadow of someone standing sideways. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think those are really interesting pictures. I'm gonna. Oh, I think so too. I'll post them in the group uh, after releasing this episode. But he'd love to hear people's opinion on it. So. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think they're creepy. There's something about it that yeah. just looks off. I need to take yep. a closer look. but And then he writes, I hope you do a strange state episode on Maryland. We have lots of strange things in our state, especially our fascination with seafood and our state flag. I don't know what your state flag is. <laughs> Me neither. I hope one day to send you guys some taste test stuff from Maryland. Unfortunately, I don't think seafood would be the best thing to <laughs> ship to you, even though it's what Maryland Probably is not. known for. Probably not. I'm sorry this is a long email, but I really appreciate you guys and wish you nothing but good health and happiness. Thanks, I mean, you'd have to like Mike. overnight it in like a cooler. Yeah, like I mean, a we ice get, chest We do something. that blue apron and we get like yeah. salmon and stuff, yep. but funny. Yeah, so thank, thank you. you so story. much, Mike. That is really awesome. Really creepy stuff. Yeah. The whispering bothers me more than anything else and I don't really know why. Yeah. It's almost like something's there, but doesn't want you to hear what they're saying. I don't know. That's creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy. Whispering is creepy. That had the had a lot of nopes for Krista. It had the whispering, the, the peering around the doorway. So many nopes. There's a, one of the f- later ones coming up from Reddit. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I f- I'm hoping it's fake. 
but because it's that creepy. It, it was. It's that. So this what was in there is a big nope for me. Yeah. Okay. But we'll get to that. You never know with Reddit, right? Yeah. It's probably fake. It's probably fake. I hope to God it's fake because I don't ever want to see that. Well, I can't wait now. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much, Mike. And this next one, these are some stories from Nathan. Nathan Ward. I think yeah, because he sent us. I think he's the one that sent us some stuff. Uh, that we read in the last one, but he sent so many that we saved oh, half yeah. of them. So now we have a bunch more from him. So right. these are from Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. This one is called The Drummer. Mm-hmm. Some friends of mine were in a local band and they were looking for somewhere to store the equipment. So I took care of the drum kit and had it set up in the dining room. As I say, I'm sure our neighbors loved us. <laughs> <laughs> one morning, Stee, I remember Stee. The friend's name is Stee, S-T-E. Oh. I think it's short for Steve. Maybe. One morning, Stee asked us if we heard any noises last night. Neither of us had. So he went on to describe the following. He heard crashing sounds around in the dining room and in particular heard the drums being clattered about. He initially thought that one of us had come home drunk and was stumbling around the room. <laughs> he laughed. I'm picturing <laughs> it. So can I walking into the drum kit? <laughs> yeah. He initially thought that one of us had come home drunk and was stumbling around the room. He left his room, which was directly next door to mine, and looked down the stairs. All the lights were off, but he could still hear the noises. He then thought perhaps it was a break-in. He tried to wake me and Paul, but didn't want to make too much noise to attract the attention of the would-be intruders, so he didn't manage to awaken us. So instead, he crept down the stairs while the din was going on. He said he got around halfway when the noise completely stopped. It was suddenly dead silent, and he was stuck on the stairs. He eventually plucked up the courage to go down and investigate. He turned the lights on in the dining room, and no one was there, and additionally, nothing was out of place. He was confused, but started making his way back up the stairs. Again, halfway up, the racket started again in the (gasps) dining room. He ran the rest of the way up the stairs and back to his room. Nope, nope. When he told us a story, he asked how neither of us could have heard anything because it was so loud and there was so much crashing around. So I would rather it be a ghost than a person. Oh, like, yeah. Could you imagine turning on the light and there's a burglar standing there? No. Like, no. No, that would be horrifying. Yeah. I'd never recover from that. But I mean, the ghost part's not so great either. No. That's really creepy. It's like it knew he was coming. Yeah. And it was like, and oh, purposely. Psh, yeah. Oh, he's going back upstairs. Yeah. And now we can start, <laughs> start drumming again creepy that's really creepy next one the girl in the white dress why are they always wearing white dresses i I just want to know we were prepping for a party in the house there were three of us and our friend cat same house i'm assuming i don't know i'm not sure my brother arrived a little later and pretty early on asked us to use the bathroom nothing too out of the ordinary later on he asked me about a girl he'd seen wearing a white dress there was no one wearing one so i asked more he said it was before others arrived, so it was just the three of us. It was just the three of us, him and Cat. So I said, it must have been Cat. He said it wasn't, as she was in the living room when he went to go to the bathroom and she wasn't wearing a white dress. So I asked him to describe what happened. He said, I got partway up the stairs and noticed the bathroom light was on, so I thought someone was in there, and then I came back down. As I was getting down to the bottom, I saw the bathroom door open, and because of the angle, saw the bottom half of someone wearing a white dress or skirt, leaving the bathroom and heading towards yours or Steve's room, and thought they might have been going to get changed. Entirely possible it was Cat, and he was remembering it wrong. She may have been going to change in Steve's room, but she definitely wouldn't have worn a white dress or skirt. I've never seen her wear one before or since. Weird. Creepy. It's always creepy when there's like a partial, you know, seeing somebody and then... But real, uh, like... Yeah, and then realizing there's just... <laughs> you don't know who it would and be. And also solid enough that you think there's a person there, you know? Don't worry, your mic is on. Okay. I'm glad you're checking an hour into our show, though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm on the ball. Hey, we didn't record the taste test, yeah. so. 
But the white dress thing is weird that, like you said, so many are seen in white dresses. Yeah, I don't get it. I think that was probably just really common back in like the day, like the 1800s or yeah. whatever. They probably didn't have a lot of, I don't know how... No, common like people say that. Why don't were... you see like ghosts from the eighties with parachute pants and mullets? You know, <laughs> right. doing the MC Hammer dance around the living room. Why don't you nope. ever see that? So he's a chicken, a long white gown. <laughs> long white gown. Next one, lights out. We feel like this one is more of a massive coincidence than anything paranormal, unless we have unleashed something really powerful into the world. But it's a fun story nonetheless. Paul had gone out for the evening, and me and Steve, being the very sophisticated 20-somethings that we were, were having a wine evening and possibly watching the Charmed box set. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I've never watched Charmed. I've never seen Charmed. I saw the. I watched the original one a lot back in the day. Yeah. I had um, a crush on one of the girls on there. Of course you did. I did. Alyssa Milano? No. Oh, wow. You said that with conviction. No. And now Rose McGowan, the other one. There's Piper, the one who played Piper? Yes. She's really pretty. Yeah, she is super pretty. Um... Not that I hate Alyssa Milano, but I How i mean, I, did, I didn't mean gorgeous. to give you such a nope, but it wasn't <laughs> Alyssa Milano. How dare you reject Alyssa? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, going back. Charm, charm, charm <laughs> box it. Also being very sophisticated. The house we were renting had a dimmer light in the living room. Anyway, we were having a drink and I noticed the lights go dim. I looked at the dimmer switch, then at Stee and asked, did the lights just go dim or did I imagine it? Stee said he didn't see anything. About five minutes later, it happened again, and I said, you saw it that time, right? And he said, yeah, definitely. I wonder what it was. And we joked about it being the ghost. Then Steve looked at the light and said, if there's anybody here, give us a sign. And instantaneously, every light in the house went out. Like, I mean, within a second of him finishing the sentence. That's not a coincidence. We stared at each other in the dark and both said the S word. <laughs> that was it. In the next minute or so, ghosts were 100% real in our minds and we'd seen the proof. After maybe another minute, I could hear a noise coming from the back room where the drum kit was and went to investigate. It was coming from the back door and when I listened, I realized it was our house alarm. We investigated further and all the lights in the street were out. Oh. Then we started getting messages <laughs> from friends and their lights were out too. Turns out it was the biggest blackout in our area in decades and an absolutely amazing coincidence, I hope. Weird. But it's weird that it happened right when they That's said that. That's weird. What are the <laughs> odds that they would say? Well, maybe the, the light flickering though is was Was like the a, start of it. Yeah, and that's because they had had experiences. That's why they asked the question. So I guess it does make some sense. But, but it's still kind of a weird coincidence. It's interesting. Hmm. Fun story. And the last one is called intruder. That's never a good. That's like not a good word. That. That's like a horrible word. Yeah, it is. Paul, Stee, and Stee's girlfriend at the time were going out for a night. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Paul, Stee, and Stee's girlfriend at the time were going for a night out, and it was another night where I decided to stay in. They left, and I locked up. A relevant side note, I'm very security conscious, so before bed, I made sure all the doors were locked and the windows were closed. Chris had just pointed at I herself. just ordered a security yep. system, actually. Did you? <laughs> yeah. As this was the first time we were living away from home, I was super careful about all of this. I go to close the door to my room and go to bed. The doors in the house were pretty heavy, and once closed, they wouldn't open unless the handle was turned. You could put all of your body weight on them, and unless you turn the handle, they wouldn't open. Well, that's Any, how doors are supposed to work, though. Uh, like, none of the doors in my house would open unless you turned a knob. Well, I'm thinking maybe he's, like, meaning, like, like some are, like, old, like, old house okay. where they're not, you know, where they don't have, like, the knob thing where you can still push them open. Okay. Um, 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 anyway, I was fast asleep. I'm unsure what time it was. Maybe 1 a.m. I wake to the sound of my door opening. It opened forcefully to the point where I thought there was an intruder and that we were being burgled. <laughs> I love that word. I know. <laughs> Burgled. Burgled. Makes it sound fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not, but the word makes it sound yeah. fun. Yeah. 
Like, it's not fun if your house gets robbed, but if you get no, burgled. No, if you get burgled, it's kind of, there's something of, it's old-timey about it. <laughs> Immediately wide awake, I rolled off the bed and grabbed a dumbbell bar and waited for someone to come in. No one did. I was on really high alert now because I definitely didn't hear anyone run down the stairs, so they must have gone into one of the other rooms. So the door, his door was open though, right? Yeah. Okay. I systematically eliminated the rooms while keeping an eye on the staircase to see if anyone bolted. First, I went into Steve's room to my right. He only had a box room, so it was easily checked. I flicked the light on and looked under his bed and in his cupboard. Nothing. He's from the UK. So must cupboard, be, yeah. cupboard is closet. A closet. Yep. I then passed Paul's room and checked the bathroom again. Nothing. My heart was pounding now as I was thinking, well, whoever it is has to be in Paul's room and they're cornered, so they're likely to try to fight me to get out. I went in and turned on the light, checked under the bed, nothing. The only possible place now was the relatively large cupboard at the back of the room that contained the boiler. I got to the door, took a breath, wrenched it open. Nothing. So now I'm really confused. Could they have gotten downstairs and I somehow missed it? I raced down the stairs, checked the front door, which was still locked, checked the living room, empty. Half scanned the dining room while I was in the living room and went to the kitchen. I felt there was more of a chance of them slipping by if they were still in the kitchen. Again, it was empty. I checked the dining room, empty. The back door was still bolted. About an hour later, the others arrived home to find every light on in the house and me sitting in the living room in my underpants still clutching the the dumbbell bar. (laughs) They asked what had happened and I just said, I'm not going back upstairs on my own. We all checked everything again and the windows were closed and the doors were locked. This one confuses me the most. The doors never blow open when fully closed, and that aside, all the windows were closed, so there would not have been a draft to blow it open. So I realize that's a lot of stories. I hope you enjoy them. Feel free to use them in part or full on any listener episodes, but the main thing is I hope you found them interesting. Yes. Thank you, Nathan. Thank uh, you so much, Nathan. These that are last awesome. one would have really scared me, too. Oh, God, yeah. You Thinking there's a, an intruder in the yep. house, and you can't find anything. No yeah. explanation for how the door flew open. No, and you assume that it's a burglar right that you're being burgled (laughs) again it sounds like so much fun this next one is from listener andy he says hey kurt and krista not sure if these are what you're looking for as they are very short occurrences however my partner has always had a wee thing or a heightened sense about her a wee thing i feel like we have a lot of listeners across the pond yeah i love i do i love i love the way i'm just assuming this person is (laughs) When we moved in together and whilst, whilst, oh, whilst sure, is yep. totally a UK thing, which yep. I love. Whilst she was pregnant with her child, we were sat on the sofa one evening watching a film, sitting close together, but not smothering each other. And I suddenly saw her head go backwards a touch and she turned to me and looked me up and down. I asked what's wrong. And she said, did you just pull my ponytail? Whoa. Chris was <laughs> like, no. Uh-uh. I was like, no, both my arms were right in front of me. I couldn't have moved that quickly. She looked confused and was like, someone or something just pulled my ponytail backwards. Nope. That's always such a freaky thing. Yeah. It's like, something it's like trying to get your, your attention. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of playful too, though. Yeah. I, I, know, I know that I saw her head move slightly backwards, so I totally believe her. She explained that this was one of the things her dad used to do to her constantly when he was alive, playing little jokes to tease her. He unfortunately passed away of cancer in his 50s before I got a chance to meet him. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. That went from like creepy to actually yeah, a little... Yeah, kind of sweet. Kind of sweet. After our son Arlo Phoenix was born, he was about four months old and lay in his bouncy chair next to the table while we ate our tea one evening. He suddenly started to make sort of happy sounds and we both looked at him and watched as he was still very young and making new sounds all the time. I watched as he stared at something which we could not see, visibly concentrating and smiling and making wee happy noises. 
His head then started to turn backwards and forwards as if he was watching the something move from side to side above him. Weird. He eventually, after about 15 minutes, went back to looking around normally and not concentrating. I don't know how to explain it, but we could just tell the thing was not there anymore and his wee noises stopped. I wonder if Grandpa was visiting his grandchild. That's my guess. That's my guess. Arlo is now about nine months old. One day not long ago, it was around lunchtime and I was sleeping after working a night shift. My partner had put Arlo in his pram. Pram is... A baby carriage. Baby carriage. And he was watching Moana in the living room while she took 10 minutes to sit in peace and have a coffee in the dining room just next door. She explained that she heard footsteps walking around the wooden flooring in the living room from the rear towards the front where Arlo was. She just thought it was me who had woken up and she didn't think much of it. She then said she heard whispers. She couldn't tell what was being whispered, but it was definite whispers. And again, she thought this was me whispering or speaking to Arlo. She then heard the same sounds of footsteps over the wooden floor and looked up at the dining room door expecting to see me come through to her. When I didn't appear and the noises stopped, she came up to the bedroom and found me still sleeping in bed. Oh boy. Strange. That gave me the chills a little bit. I have to say that we or she never felt threatened or frightened in any way during his experiences. And we fully believe that it was Arlo's granddad just coming to see and say hello to him as he never got the chance to meet him in real life. That's sweet. That's what I think. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what it feels like. And he says, that's all for now, but stay tuned. Smiley face. Mm. Loving the podcast and I'm catching up on all the episodes which I have missed. Listen to the Bet's Sphere this week, and that blew me away. Have you ever got the chance to find out where it is yet, or have there been any more updates? I must listen to the Astonishing Legends episodes about it. No, I have not heard any updates, and there's that podcast that was called Oddball, mm. and that was like the, the, the podcast about it, and it ended with her getting in touch with, I can't remember her name right off the top of my head, but the lady, the main lady that was like, had the ball, mm-hmm. and they were going to get an interview with her but that was two years ago and it's never and i think covid screwed that whole thing up so that kind of sucks but no i have not heard any updates and it is still if i had one paranormal thing that i could hold the answer to it's that ball i want to hold the actual bet sphere in my hand even though we don't even know if it's still around I also loved the one after that, which was a mini mysteries episode and featured a tale from Scotland about the dog Deathbridge. As mm-hmm. I live in Scotland, he's from Scotland. That was Scotland, one of my mini mysteries. As I live in Scotland, we'll have to visit it one day and post pictures on the strangers page. Oh, that's yes. cool. Take care, folks, and I look forward to the next episode. Even if these wee stories are not quite right for it, I won't take offense. They are perfect <laughs> stories. stories. Thank you so much, Andy. Take I care of that. each other and yourselves. Oh, that's thank so you. sweet. Thank you so much, Andy. And our last listener story was sent to us by Carl. I've been uh, chatting with Carl a lot. He seemed very concerned about me when I was talking about being like stressed and overwhelmed mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So he's been super sweet. So thank you so much, Carl. It says, Krista and Kurt, hello. First off, thank you so much for all the hard work you two do, the research, the time to record and edit, and using your own home to record the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I have two stories for you. Let me preface this first story by saying this was a time when I was involved in a local quote unquote church that has been up that that has absolutely been given the tag of being a cult on more than one occasion, not wearing the same Nikes and jumpsuits or drink this Kool-Aid kind, but more one looking to exploit people searching for friends and direction in their lives and relieve them of their money. Yeah. So he was part of this? Yes. Okay. We went to this location I mentioned later to go pray. Okay, this happened to me in December of 1993 or 1994 in southern Arizona. I love Arizona. 
never been there. I was with a friend. We can call him Dave. We were out one evening, maybe 10.30 or 11 p.m. We had decided to go over to a local community college. There is this one particular spot on campus with three large half-circle concrete steps, and if you stand in one particular spot and speak, the acoustics make it sound only to the person standing in this one particular spot as if they are using a microphone. It's kind of Yeah, it's kind of a neat thing. So while we were chatting after I had finished praying and before he started, we heard a scream in the desert north of us. Now I say scream, but honestly, I'm not sure what it was. Part of me wants to explain this away as it being a mountain lion or something. It could have been a woman, though. At that time, there were a few miles of desert between the college and the next area of houses, so it seemed a bit odd for there to be someone in the desert that late at night. We both fell silent, staring in that direction. Neither one of us spoke or looked at each other. After what seemed like an eternity, but was actually only a minute or so, Dave, without turning to me at all, said, Do you feel that? I simply replied, Yes. I think we need to go, he said very quietly, and I agreed. Neither of us said another word on the walk back to my truck. We climbed into the cab and sat in silence as we drove away into the night. After probably ten minutes, I asked him, what did you feel? Neither of us had yet even looked at the other. Cold, he replied, the coldest I had ever felt and a feeling that we were not supposed to be there. Hmm. A feeling that if we didn't leave, something very bad was going to happen. Yeah, I croaked, me too. I grew up in Alaska, and I had never experienced a cold like I did that night. It was cold all the way through to my very soul, and the cold set in instantly. As soon as we heard the scream, we were cold. I have no idea what was there, but I knew that we had to get out of there as soon as possible. I have never been back to that spot. That's mm. so creepy. That is. It is weird, and I think it is mountain lions that make like the craziest noises. They sound like a woman screaming. Yeah, but that doesn't explain like the, the cold. feeling that they yeah. both had. Like they both instantly got. That's, that's weird. just weird. That's mm-hmm. that's like I feel like something. Yeah, was it makes there. you think that wasn't a big cat. It probably you know it could have been something else. Yeah, I feel that that creeps me out. I feel like something was there. And it was a shared but experience. But it, it reminds me of that. I don't remember. I think I talked about this on here. And I always remember this night. And it was so weird when I was living at my old house, the house where I saw the green guy. Mm-hmm. And I must have been in my early teens, 11, 12, where it was like 8 o'clock at night, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock at night, back when I could stay up that late. It was like 7 or 8 <laughs> at night. Whoa. And I just took the basketball and I went out in the driveway and i had to light the garage light on and i was just shooting buckets in the buckets i don't know why i said that was such like a drawl so i was out shooting buckets in the in the driveway and nothing it was just like a nice i want to say summer late summer early autumn night and i'm there shooting buckets and like everything all of a sudden i don't know how to explain it it was like something you ever talking it was like something changed and a wind picked up like that had not been there and it just didn't feel right. I don't know. I don't know if I felt like something was watching me, but all of a sudden it was like something on a dime changed. Like the wind picked up and it was just weird. And I put the ball away and went back in the house. Mm. And I, to this day, I remember that. I remember mm. that feeling like everything just instantly changed, like something happened. And that's kind of what this reminds me of where all of a sudden, you're not supposed to be here. Right. So that's creepy. That's, yeah. So I don't know. That's just a really good There's story. There's something like, very um, primal about yes, that. Yes. Yeah. So then Carl goes on to write, my second story also takes place in Southern Arizona, but it happened in the fall of 2006 or 2007. At that time, I was working in an open pit copper mine. Oh, I don't ever want to work in a mine. Mines Mm-mm. creep me out. And they're incredibly dangerous. 
I was working the overnight shift this particular night. I was assigned to the Crusher, which is basically a large building where copper-rich ore is brought in via conveyor belts and very large dump trucks known as haul trucks from the pit to be broken down into smaller pieces prior to the extraction process. This one particular building is probably about five or six stories high, and I was on the top floor doing some cleanup. It's a very dusty environment, and respirators have to be worn in the building. I stepped outside onto a walkway to remove my respirator and to get a breath of fresh air. I was facing the pit and just enjoying the cooler temps that night brings to the desert. I was looking south and standing on a walkway five or six stories above the ground. Directly in front of me, about 10 degrees above my line of sight, a light came on. The best way I can describe it is like a spotlight. Instantly it came on, very bright for about three seconds and then slowly dimmed out. As soon as it went out, a second light appeared also in front of me but to my left, instantly on for three seconds, then it faded out. As soon as the second light went out, a third light to the right of the initial light came on. Again, instantly on, and then it faded out after three seconds or so. I stood on the walkway searching the sky for any other lights, for any planes, helicopters, anything for probably half an hour. There were no other lights, nothing. Also, there was no sound when the lights appeared. By, nef- by definition, I guess this was a UFO. So wow. that's weird. And that, I hear that happening where lights go on like, and like then dim lights. and yeah. then go on and then dim like in a craft shape almost like some mm. kind of ufo but like arizona i think is rife with ufo like sightings because it's a desert and yeah. uh, there's lots of bases there and stuff so i could totally see this being mm. a, a military craft that they were testing or possibly a ufo, UFO right. uh i remember i asked my dad once i said if he ever saw ufos and and he said He's seen a lot of things in the desert sky that he can't explain. Mm. So, Those are UFOs. Yeah. And then Carl says, I hope you can use one or both of these. Again, thank you so much for everything you guys do. Stay strange, oh, Carl. Good stuff. So thank you so much, Carl. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Those are, that's our listener stories we got this time. So thank you guys. We got a little bit of everything, some UFOs. Uh, so thank you so much, guys, for sending in the stories. We're going to have another listeners uh, episode. We do every season. Yeah, we're going to have another listener story episode next season. Probably one, maybe two, depending on if we get a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and with new listeners coming in all the time, it's always nice that we can get new stories. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for sending those. We appreciate it more than you know. Yeah. Um, You literally made this episode. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't know how many we were going to get. So I'm going to read three stories that I took off of Reddit that I just, that kind of gave me the creeps a little bit. So the first one is, is short, but this... This freaks me out, and is I don't this know. the one that you were talking no, about earlier? No, no, oh, I'm okay. saving the one that freaks me out the most for last. Oh, but this one really bothers me, and I don't know what it is. But anyway, this is from a Reddit uh, user. It says, I live in a condominium, and we own two apartments on the 7th and 8th floor. The only way to move in between them is to step outside of the apartment, take the elevator or the staircase, and enter the other one. One night, we ran out of ice cream upstairs, and my mom asked me to go get some from the downstairs freezer. So I took the keys to the seventh floor's apartment, and since it was dinner time, no one was there. I walked into the pitch dark and realized that someone was sitting on the sofa, so I flipped on the light switch just to see my... 
Krista's shaking her nope. head already. Nope. I walked into the pitch dark and realized that someone was sitting on the sofa. That so I the flipped willies. the switch on to see my dad just sitting there. It was kind of weird, but I just went to get the ice cream and asked him if he had a key to lock up. There was no answer. I shrugged and thought, well, if he came and locked the door behind him, he must have one. Went back upstairs and there my dad was sitting no. eating dinner. No. I freaked out and asked him, how the heck did he get up there so fast? And everyone told me that he was there the whole time. I told them it was not possible because like I just saw him downstairs, but no one believed me. Now I never go down there alone. That is the creepiest thing <laughs> yes, I have heard I in a long time. I know. And he was he was just sitting there. He wasn't even doing he anything. He wouldn't answer him? No, he wouldn't answer him. He just sat there. And the idea of someone just sitting in the pitch dark by yeah. themselves yeah. for no reason is really creepy to begin with. But yeah. that was a doppelganger situation. If this is real. Yeah. It is well, Reddit. He went on a little bit after to say that he thought maybe it was his dad playing a prank on him. But everybody who was at the Whoa. table said no. And he said there was no other way for him to get up there. All the nopes don't but he cover said he how turned, nopey he turned on is. the light and he was just sitting there in the dark and, and didn't respond to him. That's the creepy part, too, that he didn't respond. Yeah. So that's just weird. I don't know if that's a glitch. It's like, did he astral project I don't involuntarily know. I don't down know. there? That's so know. weird. So I put that in there because that one kind of creeped me out. Kind of? Okay, that one creeped me out a lot. Totally. That bothers me. Like it doppelganger, really doppelganger me. stuff bothers me. Yep. Mimicking uh, bothers me. Like that thing I posted on in the strangers from that. That was like the, I don't remember. It was like the prescription commercial. Did you watch that? I don't know. You should watch it because... Prescription commercial? It, it's from Adult Swim. Okay. It starts out like a... It starts out... It's called like something about a bear. It's like a nature show where you're watching this bear. And then it like goes like a YouTube ad comes on. Okay. It has a little thing that says click here to skip this ad. And it's a prescription commercial. But from then it goes into like a really weird spot. So you need to watch that. Okay. I Is the picture like a bear? Yes. Because you, you said this is disturbing. Yes. And I thought, oh, is there going to be something graphic I don't want to no. see? So I didn't click no, on it. No, but the thing, you need to watch it okay. because it's just. So there's nothing animal no, stuff it's, happening. No, it's almost like a mini it. horror movie. It's like Ooh. so bizarre. Okay, I will click on it. And then it's funny because in the YouTube com- in the YouTube comments, there were people said that they were stoned watching Adult Swim and they said they're still bothered. Traumatized. Traumatized by, by watching Ooh. this because you don't know that it's not a commercial. You think it's a commercial and then all this stuff starts to happen. Mm, okay, but I'll it kind it of up. involves a doppelganger and stuff. So okay. it's, Weird. but that's kind of what I thought of. So the next story, this one. Oh, this was, this wasn't the one. Okay. I actually have four. This one isn't, isn't spooky, but this one is fascinating to me. I'm, these are all supposedly quote unquote true. Sure, sure, sure. These weren't from No Sleep. Okay. No Sleep Reddit. These are supposedly true. Yeah. This next one says, and this was from a, a, a subreddit where somebody asked, uh, like rangers, park rangers and stuff, what was the weirdest thing that they ever experienced? Ooh, I like it. My cousin is with the Forest Service in the Montana slash Wyoming area, and I decided to go up there with her to literally test the waters. She does hydrology and has had to ride out to the middle of nowhere to test streams and snow runoff to ensure no contaminants. So I thought that sounded fun and wanted to do a bit of a tour with her. We were going to have a camp out there for two nights, so we packed all of our gear in saddlebags or saddle bundles and we headed out. The first day and night were amazing, beautiful scenery and amazing air quality. It is really so peaceful out there. I love that area and wish I got to go there more often. Anyway, we started out on the second day and my cousin said to me, do you want to see something weird? Of course I said yes. So she led me on a bit of a side journey into this tiny little ravine. We ended up walking about two hours away from our actual path that we had laid out. 
at the very this end is of missing four one one just waiting to happen. No, it is. It is <laughs> at the very end of this fold in the land. She dismounts and tells me to get off my horse too. We tie them up in this gorgeous little clearing, and she tells me to follow this tiny wildlife path and bring our little rechargeable radio. It's one of those that you can plug in or wind up, and it acts as a lantern if you really need it to. But that kills the batteries quickly. We have one of those. And way out in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness, there's this huge coil of wire sticking out of the ground. The wire itself was not weirdly large, like some buried transmission wire, but small, like 10 or 12 gauge wiring for a house. It trailed off then from there into the brush and trees, so naturally we decided to follow the damn thing out of curiosity. My cousin trails behind me as I follow this wire coming straight up out of the ground. It's strung across limbs of trees back down to the ground, and then it snakes around rocks and finally dead ends into an outlet. That outlet is mounted on the side of a desk. It looks like a school teacher's desk from when I was growing up with a metal base and a fake wood or plastic top thing. No chair, no building, no nothing, just this outlet and this desk. I'm staring confused as all hell at this desk in the middle of a woods when my cousin takes the radio, pulls out the cord, and plugs it into the outlet. It immediately lights up and starts blaring static. The wire was being fed from somewhere. Now the place where we were had absolutely no road access, no building for miles, and no other people around, and yet there was this desk and a live outlet. No spooky jump scares or bodies, just one lone power desk deep in the middle of the wilderness. I wish I had taken a picture of it. That's just so weird. We So we were just talking offline while I was saving the episode about As Above, So Below. Yeah. And I was talking about how- Because I finally watched were, the movie. Yeah. And it's so good. And I was talking about how it's so creepy because there are things down in these caverns that just shouldn't be there. Yeah. Like a car. Or a pa- piano. Or a piano. Yeah. Or some hooded figures. But that's what this is. A desk in the middle. Like it a, doesn't like a teacher, like a desk there. in the middle of the woods that has live power. That makes no sense. To an outlet. No. It has it so makes creepy. absolutely no sense. And it's just if so. If there were like the remnants of a building around it, th- that there would wasn't. Maybe it was out sense. in the middle of the woods and it oh, had a live so outlet weird. going to it. So. And the wires like going through the trees yeah. and around rocks and yeah. stuff. It just that doesn't make any sense. No. So it's really creepy it and belong. weird. Uh, one of my favorite comments that a redditor wrote said something like he said oh this one's easy that's an underground military base and that's johnson's desk nobody can stand them so they moved them up <laughs> <laughs> so i'd rather have johnson's desk yeah, if I'm being but I, I could just see that in my head this desk in the woods yeah, so i can picture the kind of desk they're talking about too yeah hmm, that's weird now this one uh same thing asking rangers or whatever if they had stories this next redditor wrote not a ranger, but I used to be in a group that's somewhat like the scouts, so we spent a lot of time in the woods and some weird crap happened often, but most of the time it was easy to explain. One thing happened, though, that to this day scares the living crap out of me. I was a scout leader for an age group 8 to 10 years old, and we were out on a camping trip. It was the first year we stayed out on that terrain, and it was huge. Normally, we tend to explore the majority of a terrain before the kids arrive so that we are aware of any possible dangerous spots to avoid. This time, that was impossible. Every camp, we do what we call a night game. It's usually a scary game in which the kids have to complete several tasks while the leaders hide and scare the ever-loving crap out of them. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Obviously, we had to do that also during that camp. We masked up as monsters and hid out in the woods close to the checkpoints that the kids had to pass. While running in between checkpoints, I found an open stretch of forest with little or no foliage, so it was ideal for chasing after them. (laughs) There was no real room to hide besides behind trees. I couldn't use my flashlight or they'd be able to see me from miles away. 
It was dark, like the unsettling kind of dark that plays tricks on your eyes and you start imagining things that aren't real. During my stay there, I saw a shadow that was just around my size running past me a few times. I couldn't see it very well, so I assumed I was just imagining things because nothing was there when I turned my flashlight on. The game was nearing its end, and I saw the shadow again. This time I could see it vaguely standing near a tree not too far away from me. I thought it might be one of the other leaders hiding to scare the kids, and I decided to go over there as it was about time to go back. That's creepy. Just the idea of like a shadow running by you. Oh, that's really creepy. Mm-hmm. Even the idea of it being another person is really creepy. Yeah, I thought it was one of the other leaders hiding to scare the kids and decided to go over there. It was about time to head back. I aimed my flashlight towards the tree, and while getting closer, I noticed that there was indeed someone standing there dressed in what looked like a torn burlap sack, and they had their head covered with a few white plastic bags that looked like they were tied together. Oh, my God. I started to feel pure dread. Something felt really off. I asked, is everything okay? But they didn't respond. The only thing I heard was this weird sound that sounded like someone knocking on wood. I went a bit closer until I was about 10 meters away from this person. The knocking sound turned out to be that person hitting his head repeatedly into the tree. Come on. And I noticed he looked like a male. He was barefoot and his arms and legs were covered with crusted mud. His hands were held in a weird cramped position. I was convinced that this was one of the other scout leaders pulling a prank on me, so I told them to knock it off. He slowly turned his head, looked at me, and started walking towards me. Nope. Something inside me told me just run. It didn't matter if it was a stupid prank or not, and I ran away scared as hell. If this wasn't a prank, I felt like I was in serious danger, so I took off as fast as I could. Then I heard him running after me, but I didn't want to turn around to look because I was worried I would run into a tree. I arrived back at the campsite, and every single person that could be dressed like that was already there. They couldn't have gotten there before me, and they sure as hell didn't have the time to change into their regular clothes. I told them what I saw, and I said, you guys gave me a good scare with that. They just all looked strangely at me, thinking I was trying to scare them, and we left it at that. Next day, I wanted to go check out the tree, and I thought maybe some weirdo ate some bad mushrooms and might be out there dying from hypothermia. I took someone else with me just in case, and there was nothing but endless trees. We finally arrived at the tree where I thought I saw the person banging his head, and there was a dead, skin decomposing rabbit nailed to the tree. We called the cops. They looked quickly around and just brushed it off as a prank from another scouting group or some kids from the nearby town, and they left it at that. Mm-mm. So yeah, there's so the many guy, things messed up The guy up about with that. the plastic bag on his head, like turning and looking at him, nope. and then started walking towards him. That's no. Yeah, no. no. So that's a that's a big nope. Nope. And lastly, this is the one that freaks me out. Like I'm hoping this one is fake. Wow, I it's think, gonna be freakier than the I ones think you this, just. Yeah, read. I think this is fake. But this is like some this is like some Silent stuff Hill stuff. Nightmares. This is like Ooh, Silent God. Hill stuff. Okay, I'm ready. The Reddit user writes. I posted this a long time ago, but when I was younger, my mom was dating this guy who we'll call JB. After a few months, he invited my mom, me, and my brother to go with him and his son, who's about my age, out to his lake house for the weekend. It was right on Lake Michigan, but up in a more secluded area, which was pretty awesome. We got up there, and I, for one, I already... this is out of Michigan or I don't know, Michigan or Wisconsin. I don't mm-hmm. know. We got up there, and I already felt really creeped out. It was a smaller two, or maybe three if you count the big attic, story house that had the living room slash dining room slash kitchen on the first floor and had two bedrooms on the second floor. His grandfather had helped to build the place with his, the grandfather's dad, and then he lived for most of his life working there as a tailor in the nearby town. We went up to the attic to get some beach toys because that's where JB kept all that stuff so he didn't have to haul it out every time we went there. 
Well, when we went up to the attic, I noticed in the corner of the attic covered in some dust and cobwebs about eight mannequins, some just upper torsos and some full body. It's really not that out of the ordinary considering that a tailor lived there. Sure. Me and you, there's a commercial like that. Me and JB's son slept down in the living room on the couch since there were no more beds. Near midnight-ish, I heard one of the stairs squeak a few times. Figuring it was my mom coming to check to see if we were asleep, I whispered to the other boy to be quiet and quickly turned the TV off and we hid under the covers. After not hearing a noise for a few minutes, I looked out from under the covers and saw three of the mannequins in the kitchen moving around. No. But it was weird, like their body parts weren't moving, but they were sliding around the kitchen. I swore I was dreaming, but I was so terribly frightened, I hid back under the covers with a small yelp and then heard the dragging sound on the floor coming closer, and I peeked out, seeing one of them standing just a few, way to, a few feet away from our couch. I hid back under the covers and shut my eyes tightly, hoping it would go away. I must have fallen asleep. The next morning, I got up and tried not to think more about it, really hoping it was just a bad dream. But when we went back up to the attic to put the beach stuff back, the mannequins looked like they were in different spots and they weren't covered in cobwebs anymore. Don't believe me if you don't want to, but this happened and I've been scared of mannequins ever since. That's so, totally yeah, silent that hill. That is totally silent hill. Oh. They're, like the, the thought of mannequins like skittering around, yeah. like not moving, but like sliding so just that they don't have heads. Like mannequins yeah, don't always have yeah. heads. And then like hearing one come closer to the couch. That's so creepy. That is my story Ugh. that I like noped on. I'm like, Blech. no. Anything with mannequins? No. no. Do you know what commercial I'm talking about? The guy buys a house and he <laughs> yes. goes up into the attic yeah. and he's like, yep. nope. Nope. Yep. They're all like, all these mannequins are like <laughs> sitting around. <laughs> like this so weird, like, yeah. yeah. Like they're watching TV or like yeah. something. Yeah. I think they're sitting around a table. Or, it's yeah. just really bizarre. But yeah. So that's a story that I was like, no. Like yeah, that's, that's just totally Silent Hill with the mannequins. Totally. So there you go. There are a couple Reddit stories that I found intriguing, to say the least. Reddit is a rabbit hole of scary it stuff. It is. <laughs> so there you guys go. Hopefully the stories were okay. I think so. I think so. Um, now, what do we do? Want to do questions or songs? Do we want to do que- questions or songs? I don't know. What do you want to do? What do we usually do first? Questions? Let's do questions. Questions? Yep. Okay. All right. We did get a couple more submissions since our last one. So now, you guys, your mission while we are on our break coming up is to send us some listener questions. Okay. We got one, but this is two questions in one. Hi, Kurt. Hi, Krista. Love the podcast. I know this has been asked many times, but now that we are farther into the seasons, maybe this has changed. What are your three favorite episodes? Mm. That's the first question. Okay. And the second question is, who are your three favorite possible guests? Okay. And we that, those are the questions. Okay. As far as our favorite episodes. EVP. The EVP one, because yeah. people, I never, I didn't think about that. People, to me, it's just reliving those memories. Yeah. That's, that's number one for me in the EVP episodes. Now we have two of them. Yeah. So Definitely that's... because people love the EVP. Mm-hmm. Like I love hearing, even though I feel guilty, I love hearing how people get, especially if totally you're like driving out. in the middle of nowhere at night and you, yeah. and you hear some of our EVPs or you're listening to the podcast and you get creeped out. It was just so fun to record mm. because it was like reliving our investigations. Mm. That was fun. Like so two, I love those. Two of my personal favorites that I've talked about are Captain Coochie's Key Lime Pies because that is so weird and the Bet Sphere. Like I love the story of the Bet Sphere. Um, what else? Gosh, we've had so many. Uh, I love the Elisa Lamb. Yeah. God, that was Both so episodes. long ago. That was yeah. so long ago. Well, the original one then yeah. we revisited yep. it. Um and 
I have to pick three. I mean, we I love our to... personal stories. Like, yeah, I do. Like people like are, and it's funny because a lot of people, if I mention it, mention it to them, they don't know that we have that because that's one that's disappeared from our feed. Mm. It's only available on YouTube. Like if you but go, every season has listener stories. Oh, no, I'm not talking personal our personal stories, stories where I talked I gotcha. about my apartment and I talked yeah. about the green guy I saw in my mm-hmm. bedroom when I was a kid. The breathing that I had in the ear. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's like reliving. <coughs> yeah. So we like, I, I feel like we like the stories that we're we and were involved we've with. Yeah. I would say those are my three. Yeah. 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 And favorite uh, possible guests. Guest Josh co-hosts. Gates, Josh one. Gates is always our number one. Josh, <laughs> yep. if you're ever listening and are in the Sheboygan, Manitowoc area, yeah, hit us up. Please man. come on the show, or we'll Skype with you. I want to hug him. I do. Me I want to hug him. I'm, I'm, I'm cool admitting that. Um, what? Who else would we really want to talk to? Tobias would be fun. Like we have our people that we don't like. Like Tobias would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Coleman. Like we want to have. Uh, Dash, Dash still would love mm-hmm. to come on here. Um, but like famous people. But as far as famous people, I. But I feel like that's you tough and I because I don't really. That's not our thing. <laughs> no. And I'm not somebody who knows a lot of names of like people in the paranormal field because I just don't pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, you, people probably expect me to say some Bigfoot researcher, but I don't pay attention. Well, like to there's that. Nick Redfern is like a re- like a paranormal researcher, and I really really like Nick Redfern. Yeah, some um, of the books Coleman sent me are yeah. his. Um, but you and I, that's not our thing. Is like to, I would like, love to have Zach, Dana. Zach. <laughs> Actually, that'd be fun. He'd get Honestly, possessed. He'd get possessed I'd, I'd chat here. with Zach, um, Dana, and uh, Newkirk. The, the hellier people. Oh, yeah. Dana and what's his name? Oh my gosh. Yeah. They have another project coming out by the yes, way. Yes, I saw that. Um, Greg, Dana and Greg yeah, Newkirk. From hellier. They're, that's three for me. Okay. So Dana and Greg and Josh Gates. I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't know. I just think they seem like really cool people too. Yeah. I, I'm good with that. Yeah. I don't know who else. Stephen King would be cool. Stephen King would be cool. Maura Murray, come out of yeah. Uh, assuming she's alive and living come in Canada, come out of hiding and sure. reveal yourself on the strange sessions. Bigfoot would be great. Bigfoot would be great. <laughs> One but, of them. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. I would love to talk to somebody that was involved with the Bet Sphere stuff, but sure. um, I know I can't. What's mm, what is her name? Hang on, this is going to drive me nuts. David Politis. Oh yeah, totally, David Politis. Jerry. Her name was Jerry. I would love, mm. love, love to talk to Jerry. With the, about the bed sphere. Uh, yeah. One more person. Um, Bryce Johnson. Jeez. Who's that? He So he was in the movie Willow Creek, which I adore. Um, it's a Bigfoot movie. And he also is a co-host of Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast. Okay, so he's a Bigfoot really guy. Good. He's yes. a Bigfoot guy. He is also on Expedition Bigfoot. Um, the I think it's Travel Channel. They're, they're coming out with a new season pretty soon. I'm excited about that. Just for his love of Bigfoot... <laughs> That'd be interesting. Thanks for the questions. Yeah. Thank you for the questions. We asked and they, they came through. All right. The next one, it just has two questions written on it, both deep. Okay. So you ready? Um, I guess. Question number one, what do you want your legacy to be after you're dead? <laughs> you know, I, I, I just want people, and I, I don't know. I just want people that when they think about me, they remember that I made them feel good. Yeah, totally. That's all I, I 100% want. agree with that. Yeah. That's what I told my students. I said, I said, I love that I'm a part of your life for a little while, that maybe at some reunion 20, 30 years in the future, you guys will be like, remember, remember Mr. K? K? He was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't see myself having some big impact on anyone, 
But I would like to think that the small interactions I have with people yeah. leave them feeling and good. And that's about what themselves. I'm tr- taking away from my job is I remember when I was their age how, how horrible life was yeah. and the little the little things that meant a lot that people sometimes don't realize. So that's what I try to, I just want to be remembered as someone who's kind. Yeah. Who's kind. That's what I want to be remembered Mm -hmm. as is someone who is kind. Me too. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to have anything. When I hear that term legacy, I think, Oh geez, that's like a big deal. Yeah. I just want people's memory to me of me to be of good things. Yeah, not like what a jerk. Right. God, that Kurt was a jerk. No, I don't want that. I hope I, I made I, people smile. Yeah, I hope I made people's lives better. Mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah. Kay. And the second part of that is. Were both of these anonymous? Yes. Okay. The second part is I know you both talked about your favorite book, but what book do you think had the biggest impact on you in your life? That one's a little harder. I I know what I'm going to say because I saw these questions before, so I had time to work yeah, on it. Uh, mine's cliche. It's not going to be To Kill a Mockingbird. That is my <laughs> favorite. Sure, part. it's going to be To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> I would say Eat, Pray, Love. And I, I I've say never it's read a, that or, oh, or watched it's so it. Good. It's really good because I think a lot of people have found themselves at a place in their life where the idea of being able to just pick up and start over somewhere and in another country and just have the have the time and wherewithal to like experience another culture and immerse yourself and like you know meditate for a yeah. month and i it, it, it's like yeah i i, I think I, it that book definitely had an impact i've read it multiple times i love i the need movie. to read it I need it's to read really that. good huh i have the book if you want to borrow it. i might actually yeah i might i might read that over our, our break from the podcast okay. uh, i think you'll like it it's the, really good the one that the, i'm gonna I, I picked two again i picked two the first one i picked is i have talked about on here is watership down the mm. book watership yeah, down because that made me kind of realize what literature could be mm-hmm. like how amazing that book is and it's a book about rabbits about mm-hmm. a bunch of rabbits but the one that i am going with has had the most impact on my life was I think I've even talked about this on here. I must have been 10, 11, or 12. And my grandmother, when we lived with my grandmother at the time, had her friend Marge come and stay with us. And she brought like gifts for Corey and I. And I will never forget, I was super young and she gave me the book Night Shift by mm. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I've ever read the door. from Stephen King. Yeah. And I was blown away by, I mean, you shouldn't, she shouldn't have given that book to like a 10 or 11 year old because <laughs> right. that's rough stuff. Mm-hmm. But that opened the door for me to appreciate like Stephen King and to appreciate horror fiction. And my favorite story in that book isn't even paranormal or horror at all. It's called uh, The Last Rung on the Ladder. Mm. So it's a collection of short stories. It's a collection of short stories. Yeah. 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 It it has the short story that eventually became Salem's Lot. Mm. Or it was a spinoff of Salem's Lot. I don't remember, but it's 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 his short like early Stephen King short stories are. Isn't Salem's Lot about vampires? Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, there there was a story in there called the Last Rung on the Ladder, and it has nothing to do with anything paranormal or horror. But it it's like it showed me that horror, like Stephen King, can be really it can truly be literature. Oh, yeah. Like that story in there, He's the very last prosy in the yeah, way that he writes. Yeah, like the last rung on the yeah. ladder just blew me away. That in the middle of all these stories about vampires and ghosts and murderers and stuff, there was this sad story, just like beautifully written story. So that introduced me also to literature and what literature could be, and it opened up for my my lifetime love of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like that one was probably had the most impact, and that. 
like I've been in the paranormal. Like I said, when I was in fourth grade, my parents had to come in because the teacher said I was obsessed with monsters. <laughs> so, I mean, I've always been into the paranormal, but this really like Stephen King, like loving Stephen King, like I feel like blew up my love of the paranormal. So that's he my... He just had, has a way of describing yeah. things that yeah. immerse you in it. And... Yeah. Like I said, what the, one of the books that I, th- I think about, and to this day, I remember reading and visualizing it so strongly in my head, I forgot I was actually reading a book was it like reading the book it for the first time when that came out, you know, there's a scene that I don't think was in any of the movies where one of the boys is in a fallen over chimney, like a huge pipe, like a chimney pipe. And there's stuff happening with like a giant pterodactyl or something weird like that, Mm -hmm. that was never made into the movie, but that was so vivid in my head when I was reading it that I'm still blown away by how I forgot I was reading, Mm -hmm. like I was actually living it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's, that's my answer. So yeah, cool. Good questions. Thank you guys. Very good. Uh, song choice, uh, Krista messaged me Thursday and asked what the song topic was and I totally forgot again. So I said, any song that you want to talk about, you can do. I have two of them because I couldn't decide between I'll the two. Of them. And it's it's the short. it's the season finale, so they can have two songs. Um, so this is actually not a new song, and I hope I haven't talked about it before. But um, are you familiar with um, Alessia Cara? No, I have never. You heard. you you will you have heard her, but anyway, she her, the song that I think kind of made her popular it was like I think her first single that came out is called Here. And who? Um, what's her name? Alessia Cara. Okay, I thought you were talking Irene Cara with Flashdance. I was hoping no. <laughs> it wasn't going to be Flashdance. Um, it's kind of, uh, of course, it's kind of dark and moody because that's my thing. <laughs> that's um, Krista. Are you familiar with Portishead? Yes, Portishead I've heard of, Portishead. but I've never listened to any Portishead. Well, this song is very reminiscent of Portishead. If anyone's a Portishead fan and you've heard this song, you'll know what I'm talking about. The bass line um, and just sort of the atmosphere of the song just is so Portishead to me. But anyway, and she's in her early 20s, maybe mid-20s, and she's at a party. She doesn't want to be there. She's not into drinking. She doesn't want these guys hitting on her. She feels very out of place. And she, the whole song is like, why am I here? I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah. And it's just a really cool song. I love the the it sounds atmosphere. Like a song. Yeah, it sounds song. like a song I would like. Yeah, today when I was her age, I totally want, would have wanted to be at that party. But now that I'm 45, I'm like, yeah, that's me. I don't want to be at that party either. <laughs> yeah, I totally but get that. I just love this. I totally song. get that. Cool. I, it's such a great song. Cool. Uh, my first song I wasn't going to add until last night. I it is a song called Every Wave, and it's by someone named M X M Toon T O O N. Okay. Uh, I finished Life is Strange 3 last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my Thanksgiving treat to myself. I bought Life is Strange 3 and finished it last night. And this is the song that plays at the end credits. Oh, cool. And this girl apparently that sings this apparently did a lot of the songs for Animal Crossing for the, on the Nintendo Switch. There's a mm. video game called Animal Crossing. I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. and she does songs for this, but I just absolutely love this song. Mm. Uh, it was perfect for the end credits. And it was such a good game. I'm excited for you to play the Life is Strange too. games. Um, I'll post a video for this. There's it, It's scenes from the game, but there's no spoilers on there, so you can watch it. But it's just a really, really pretty song, and I love this girl's voice, but it is the song Every Wave by MXM Tune. And my other song, this one comes with a story, of course. I talked on here about how... What was it? I, I talked about how I wanted... I had the dream of making that movie where it was like all in a parking lot of a wedding reception oh, yeah. where it didn't actually go into the wedding mm-hmm. reception. 
But I also, this goes way back, I also had the dream of doing a TV show. Like, I used to have these, like, I wanted to write a TV show. Okay. And this was almost like Lost-ish before Lost came out. And what? And it, it's kind of basically stealing the stand, the idea from the stand okay. and stuff like that. And the idea behind the, the TV show I wanted to do that I never did was... The, it, it like the main characters are a couple i don't remember they were married or anything but they were dating and in love and all that stuff and she they lived on the east coast and she flew to the west coast for something and then something happened like you know like in the stand everybody something dies catastrophic. something okay. catastrophic happens and either it might have been a weird time thing but everybody's gone or everybody's dead except a couple people like in the stand where there's only a couple people left and like the, the, the premise of the show was them trying, like people were meeting in Omaha for some reason. I had Omaha as the middle section okay. and it was him trying to get there and her trying to get there. Okay. Maybe they're big 311 fans. Why? They're out was of that, Omaha, Nebraska. Are they? <laughs> yeah. I think I picked Omaha because of the Counting Crows song, Omaha, that oh, I love. Okay. And I didn't want to use Colorado or Denver because that was used in the stand. Oh, sure. That's where like the good people were based in Denver. So I had Omaha. And like they said, the premise of the show was it was just this group of survivors, some bad, some good. And it was them trying to get together in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. And years, I don't remember how many years ago, but I heard a song and the song is called mine again by the band black lab Hmm. black lab had like one semi hit in the 90s um there it was a it wasn't it was played on the radio but it was um called time ago okay it's like a very 90s ish song but it was called time ago and it was a really good song but that was like their only semi hit but they also had a song called Mine Again. And when I heard that song for the first time, I was like, that's going to be the theme song for my show. Interesting. It's like very 90s-ish, but I love the song. And that was always going to be, when I hear that song, it makes me think of this dream I had of making this TV show. Mm. So that's my second you song. You can like it picture is, it playing yeah, during yeah, the opening playing credits. playing during the opening yeah. credits. So it's called Mine Again by Black Lab. Okay. And I will post those Two in the group. Two groups and songs I've never heard of yep. as <laughs> usual. <laughs> one, one a female singer-songwriter and the other one like a 90s okay. kind of band. Is it time for one last pickle joke? One last one pickle last joke for the season. Terrible, terrible It's so joke. weird that this is our last episode. Maybe. Maybe our last maybe. episode until the new year. We're not recording again until the end of January. Yeah, we're not Let's recording again, way. but maybe if strangers were good, maybe they'll get a Christmas we'll get a Eve present. Stockings. What's the difference between a dime pickle and a quarter pickle? Don't think too 15 hard. cents? Yep. <laughs> One more. Why did the pickle wear red suspenders? Why? The blue ones were broke. I, I just <laughs> am so, so over this. <laughs> um, that definitely deserves a... That does. Ugh. Any reflections, any reflections on our last, on this season are... The season, season five of the strange sessions. We, I'm proud of us for trying something new, video taste, <laughs> which rarely works, we're but we're trying it. Successful. We're trying it. I'm proud of us for finally getting like a listener subscription yes. up and running. Yeah. Um, people have been asking for that for so long, and we were so resistant and hesitant. But I love that we're putting out um, bonus content. That's exciting to me. It's something we've talked. about I love doing our side sessions. I, I mean, too. that is my my plan for our break in December is to load up on side sessions 
And then my plan for January is to work on the season premiere and to get a little in so I'm not feeling so swamped all the time. Do we know what the season premiere is No, be but about? what we're going to do okay. is what we've done every well, season contest? since. We're going to have, not a contest, but we're going to have a... Uh, um, a vote? A vote where okay. you can, we're going to have a survey. What What's the word I'm thinking of? Where you have, it's going to be a survey. A where you have a poll. Thank you. <laughs> where you have, we're going to have a we poll. We need a break, guys. We're going to have, <laughs> we do. We do. We're going to have a poll in the strangers where you can suggest what you want the season opener topic to be. And the winner, I will go with sweet so there you go but that's the plan but um what is your reflection on season five i don't i feel like i feel like i let people down sometimes i I feel like i didn't i wasn't able to do as good as i wanted to do i know some people think we don't do enough paranormal episodes we're gonna try getting back to that in the next season back on that too bdz agreed she wants more more paranormal i i really do like the idea of you and i doing an investigation and like recording snippets of us not Mm -hmm. maybe the whole episode from the investigation video too if we ever get the video camera (laughs) i feel like that would be okay yeah but i would i I love the idea of us doing an episode from an invest actual ghost investigation Mm -hmm. in a haunted location that'd be really cool um and like talking about what we're doing and so you guys get to hear kind of what we do on an investigation i think that would be amazing but we're gonna go we're gonna veer towards paranormal again get more towards paranormal i'm a little worried because i don't know what we're gonna do for topics because i feel like we've done so much Strange states, man. There are so many states we have left to cover. True. That's true. So we're going to, that's the plan. But I feel like I could have done better this, but I always do. I always feel like, you, you know how do. I am at the end of every episode. I'm like, oh, I feel like that kind of sucked. So <laughs> I, I, what do you think? We, Was it okay? We just, <laughs> we just want to do better next season. And if, if there's stuff that you guys want, let us know. Is there stuff you guys want us to do differently? I mean, we're doing this for you guys. You know, yeah. let us know what you want us to do. Is there anything we can change? Yeah, and per Kurt's like fear, if there are paranormal topics that we're just totally forgetting about, yes, let us, us know. Let us know. Are there famous locations we've never touched on anywhere? No, in the world? and I I so appreciate people that send me possible topics. I just got one. I can't remember her name now, but it was about the the faces that appeared on a floor in like a Spanish town mm. like that, oh, that yeah. was going to be a, uh, um, mini mystery mm-hmm. because I don't know if we could do a whole episode on that, but we want to get a little more back into the paranormal. I of course want to keep doing the missing 411 spotlights mm-hmm. and missing 411 stuff. And I'm still going to do the offbeat mysteries that I'm really fascinated with, mm-hmm. but we want to get veer more towards paranormal. So I feel was somebody like, keeping a running list of our episode. I know Corey said he was kind of working on that. I don't remember now if anybody is. Maybe when I'm loading everything to Podbean, I'll have I'll be looking at every episode. I can just type everything into a spreadsheet because I think that would be helpful. Because I honestly, five seasons in, I'm like, did we cover this or not? You know. So seeing what we've actually covered will help me come up with new ideas. Uh, Tiff, Tiff was what Tiff was doing was putting all of our episodes on Internet Archive. Mm. So they're on there. And I believe all our old, original first episodes are on there. So Tiff, thank you for doing that and yeah. for all that you do. Yeah. And I guess I just want to say this, just end this with thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. I mean, seriously, we're still, you know, even before Chris and I recorded today, we just said we're amazed that people yeah. listen to you guys. And that's what I posted on our Instagram And you guys today listen, like it floors Facebook. me when I release a new episode and 90 minutes later, somebody is telling me about something from the end of the episode that they've right. already listened, they listened to it. listened as soon as it came so out. So it just floors us. Mm-hmm. And just know that we love you guys and we appreciate you guys more than you know. And for people that have been with us since the beginning, like Jeremy, 
Jeremy or Josh or Dash or you and you guys are like you guys are more than listeners. You guys are like part of our lives. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for just being a part of all well, this. Well, and when people say that they're so thankful for the community. Yeah. We're thankful. They're the ones who made this community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are. Like, I feel like we, <laughs> like, we, we are just, I guess they, we had something to do with we're it. What they, we're, we're what they built the community around. Yeah. It I wouldn't feel. be a community like, yeah. without them, though. Yeah. And just, you without know, like, you guys. like every message we get where about how we've cheered somebody up or we got them through hard times or we helped someone build their house. Yeah. You know, it's just like amazing. Yeah. So that keeps us going. You guys sure. have no idea what that's like for us. So just know how much you're appreciated and mm-hmm. you know thank you guys for listening thank you Corey, for coming on this season mm-hmm. thank you Devin, for coming on this season uh we gotta get bdz gotta get Brittany totally. on we talked about that at the funeral the that Brit- Brittany wants to come on. on Devin wants to come back it's a bit early for her though so it is, it's way early for Brittany. she might just have to stay up yeah don't go to bed yeah it's, it's, bed. it's she's like the opposite of me like yeah she's she's like i'm just going to bed at 6 yeah. 30 <laughs> <laughs> she's going to bed when i'm getting up so we'll we'll get more people on next season and I think that's it. Yeah. But just that's thank you guys. Think that's a wrap on season five. Yeah, and I remember you and I starting this at the old school way back in season one when I used to have to have beer because I was so nervous doing this. <laughs> so thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening. I mean, we, we wouldn't lo- be here without no, you. No, we love you guys more than you know. And I know these next two months might be a little rough without us, but we will be back. You're going to get... Hey, if you miss us that much, go to coffee yeah, and go. subscribe. There's episodes you've never heard on But there. you know what? I'm just going to say it. You're going to get a Christmas Eve episode from yeah, you us. Are. You're going to get a Christmas Eve episode and we're going to... Sometime, they didn't know that either. I know. Sometime they, they in the middle of happening. January, we're going to release our... Um, our side session episode about hobo, like hobo living or van living. Mm -hmm. So we're going to release that. So you guys do have a little to listen to before we're back, but God willing, we will be back and we'll both be back in uh, February, like late January, early February. We'll record the last weekend in January. So you'll have the regular season will start in February. But I'll be active on social media. Krista, probably not so much, but Krista's going (laughs) to, we both need to recharge our batteries. I know I do. Um, but other than that, just we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Anything else you want to no, say? You said it all. So Merry Christmas a little early. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. You're going to get a little Christmas present from us. Mm-hmm. So Happy un- New Year. Until 2022 Crazy. and next season, we love you guys. Thank you. And from the Strange Seller, until next time, stay, stay strange. strange.